see when it says live. Yeah. And we're live. Hey, I'm Brad Grunny Grunberg. This is Fat Fish, and the host is I'm got my turtleneck and my clutch purse, mother effers. <laughs> Fat Fish, look who we we haven't had. Wait, someone. wait, wait, wait! People who have just tuned in need to know the you know Eric the Fish Schneider. Come That's on, baby. Schneider, not Schneider. Well, no, I'm not just that was I, I'm just testing you. See what yes. you know your last Schneider. name. I'll call you Glunny. It's Grunny. <laughs> Schneider. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Hi, I'm Brad Grunny Grunberg, and this is Fat Fish, show number nine. And there's your host. I'm Eric Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, I'm Eric Schneider. And look who we have as our guest today. Hello. Vanessa Saros. Yes. How are you, Vanessa? Doing great. Going? doing great. How are you too? Uh, we're doing great. Whenever we get to hang out with uh, nice people, we, we're great. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start. Let's jump right into it. Vanessa, you are a mm-hmm. uh, a, uh, a fit model. You're uh, you're a uh, well. Tell us what you are. I mean, you're you're you do so many things. Where do we start? I mean, how would you describe me to someone else? Um, I I know. What what would you th- what would you say? Okay. Yeah. World beauty, fitness, and fashion pro. To okay. you, if someone wants to look good, you can tell them how to do it and how to work it. That's how I describe you. All right. I like and it. That's that's when you when you see world fitness beauty pro, it's a, it's world beauty, fitness, and fashion pro. You're everything about making yourself and your mind look good. Am I right? I think you're right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Have you always been into fitness uh, all your life since you were uh, a small My whole life. My no, whole you life. always were fit. You were always. Yeah. When I was fitness. a little kid, when I was a little kid, I was playing outside all day, every day, running around, riding bikes, playing with the kids in the street. Um, I loved PE. PE was my favorite. I loved to run. I wanted to beat everybody. I wanted to beat all the boys. I wanted to do the pull-ups and the push-ups and show them how it's done, you know? And you, and, still, uh, do, you still do today. I do. And wh- how did the, uh, the moniker, the pint-sized warrior, uh, originate? How did that come about? That comes from the great John Orlando. Well, well, well. You did you know that? I did not know. He, he, uh, he coined you the pint-sized warrior because mm-hmm. you are short in stature, but you're, you're, I wouldn't mess with you. I would not mess with you. You're Fish, tough. you know how tall I am? I will tell everybody. Did he tell did he no, tell you? No, no. How tall are you? I'm just under five feet tall. Really? Who's taller? You or Vern Troyer? Mini me. I don't know. <laughs> wow, but you uh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is so cool. You know, speaking about John, let's bring a picture in of John. Let's I want I want to talk to you. Okay, there he is. Look how happy this guy is. <laughs> sixth anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend. Look at that. Look at that punim. He Look into his eyes. He's saying, I cannot believe this is my girlfriend. <laughs> and, and Vanessa, I have a couple of questions. First, yeah. okay, he he's not really, is he that good looking? <laughs> is he really uh, okay, okay, okay. He is good looking. Okay. He's great. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not done yet. Those teeth, they're they are perfect, but are they kind of like? Look, there they are. Oh man, that, he does have a a movie star smile. Okay, he does. Okay. Thanks right. to Dr. Kim. 
Dr. Got, Kim, where does he go? Dr. Kim at uh, where, Hollywood uh, Smile. Hollywood Smile. He goes there. Oh my yeah, God. He's the best patient. Jesus. Look at yeah. that smile. Okay. And the guy doesn't really go to the gym. Look at him. He, I mean, he's like me. He's, uh, he's not. Yeah. He's oh, maybe not. He's, pretty, <laughs> he's actually, he lost 30 pounds recently. Wow. He did lost you know that? 30. He didn't need to lose 30 pounds and he did. You didn't think so, but if you look back at videos, you can see the weight in his face, and he's so much happier. No more cookies, no more cookies. He's lost 30 pounds since November. And it's turned into muscle? And he's just, yeah. Does that turn you on? I mean, he already had a lot of muscle, but he had he had that layer on top that he wasn't happy with. We're not talking about the love muscle, okay? Not that one. Body muscle. <laughs> okay, so let's, okay, we're going down the line. Personality, hello. I mean, it's like watching paint dry when you talk to this guy. Sure. I know. He is kind of. No, everybody loves John. He's... He does have a gift for gap. Wait a minute. Business business acumen. He, this guy can't. He, what does he know about business and making money? Oh, yeah. He owns his own podcast network. Yeah. Podcast uh, studio. <laughs> my life. My life. I do you have a twin sister? <laughs> I, do. I do have a sister. Okay. But she's taken. Okay. And I met your family. Oh, yeah. your best family, your mom and dad and your brother. All right. I have one word for John Orlando. Get it done, buddy. Six years. Let's go, buddy. Let's walk down the aisle. I'll be there. All right. That'll probably be. I know, but uh, that's yeah. good. So let's talk about this Wet Republic. John, uh, Eric, have you been to Wet Republic? Do you know what this is? I do not. Yeah, tell us about Wet Republic. Uh, Eric is from, uh, he's a married man. He knows nothing about, he's from Vegas for 24 years and he knows nothing about Wet Republic. But a well, single guy he knows. I didn't know anything about this whole life before I moved here. I had no clue. I was never a partier, never a club person, even in college. I, I had no clue. But I moved here and I started hearing about these pool parties and how much fun the girls have, how much money you can make and you know, and so I just gave it a shot in 2016 and got hired right away. I did one year at rehab at Hard Rock. And then I got Wet Republic, which is like, it's the most exciting, most competitive, like everybody wants that job. So when I got it, it was life changing, really. But isn't it more than the looks? You have to have the personality go with it, right? Sure. Engage, engage. You know, uh, it's very interesting because you told me the audition process. It's kind of like going for, you know, an acting role. Yeah. You have to audition every year every for year. the part of a cocktail waitress at the uh, Wet Republic pool party. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Every, every year. single year. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. Every January. And it's right after the holidays, right after New Year's, like January 2nd or 3rd. And why so, do you think they just want to keep it fresh? I think, I don't know. I think they want to see who wants it that bad. Like, are you going to work out during the holidays? Are you going to say no to all the, the, the nonsense? Do you really want it? How bad do you want it? That's true. Eric is uh, in, 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 the, in the same business. He's been a bartender forever. Uh, yeah. Eric, you, you know how this works, right, buddy? Why are these pool parties so successful? Actually, I'm a stripper. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ooh, a, gay, a gay stripper. A gay just stripper. Girl, that's okay. Just for no, girls. There's anything there. wrong with that. No. <laughs> hey, have clutch purse, we'll travel. I just put <laughs> the girls under five feet. But uh, <laughs> you know what? She brings up a, a, a point where they have to audition 
every year. The same with the Raiderettes, the cheerleaders. They could be a cheerleader for 17 years. Every year they have to go back and audition because sex sells. You know, one girl could look great and then she comes back and she's got, you know, an ass that's bigger than it was last year. You could lose your job and that's a shame. But that's, I got some pictures of you. Talk to me. That's you. Where's that at? That's at Red Rock Casino. Nice. Here in Las Vegas. That's a locals casino. Yep. That's a billboard to go there. Look at that. Where's that? Uh, that's at the Bellagio. Nice. Near the, the gardens. You know how they change it seasonally? They do that beautiful display. Right. Well, do you, do you always, when you go out, do you always dress to the nines or do you wear sweats and an old T-shirt? I don't think I ever wear sweats and an old T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't look like me. Good. Good. Keep doing what you're doing. There, there's, there's the guy. That's at Wet Republic, of course. This guy, what a lucky And so we're kneeling down right there because the the picture on the lockers is me at Wet Republic. That's great. Nice, nice. Let me ask you, this is a very interesting question. Now, you met John. How did you guys meet? You met him. I I heard a story where he stalked you kind of like restraining i mean not respectfully respectfully stalked yeah (laughs) he saw you at a restaurant and he kept coming back to see you at that restaurant is that so i worked at um i worked at the hard rock i did one year at rehab and then you know so it's a seasonal job it's only march through october so that winter my first winter i just moved into the steakhouse and working as a hostess so just for a few months and i happened to meet him on that job he came in with somebody one week. He couldn't talk to me. He was too nervous. Can you imagine him too nervous? Oh, my gosh. I love he it. He didn't say a word to me the first time. That's perfect. You which have is number. shocking because that guy loves well, to not talk. talk to anybody. He'll talk and to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So then he came back like two or three weeks later for Super Bowl with his friends. They come every year and they get together and do something in Vegas. And he made them come to that restaurant because he wanted to see me and meet me. And they didn't want to go. They wanted to go do something more casual, but this was like a fancy steakhouse. And so they all obliged. They were like, okay, fine. And he made them do it. He came in the night before and made a reservation, but I was in pre-shift with my, you know, the rest of the staff. And he comes in and I have to go tell him like, sir, we're not open yet. We open at, you know, six o'clock, whatever. He's like, no, no, I just want to talk to you. I want to make a reservation. And we're not that far. We're probably like, 20 feet away from the rest of the staff and he's there like flirting with me and saying things that I'm like oh my god this guy is making it so awkward and so quiet in there <laughs> was he your type but he just turned it on uh yeah but I could tell he was quite a bit older than me I didn't think it was that much because he does look great for his age <clears throat> but- oh my god. were you gonna call that were you gonna call hotel security were you close to that no I mean I always tell him because he was very flirty and he was, I can't tell you exactly, but he was a little bit naughty. No, no, not day one. Day one. He was a little bit naughty. Naughty Johnny. Oh, never. But he, he caught me on a good day. I was in a good mood and I was being playful too. So, Uh, you know, I didn't get mad at it. Sometimes I'm like, don't talk to me like yeah, that. Because, because you get hit on a lot. You're a pretty girl. You you probably have heard every line in the book. Come on, right, right, Vanessa. Yeah. Okay. Every weekend at work. Yeah. Right. So what? what so what did he say? 
and do that you said maybe i will have coffee or dinner or a lunch with you you know i what mean I can't, I can't tell you what he said okay, but. Okay. <laughs> but um he made the reservation and it's funny because i was actually going to take that the night off the next night that he was coming in and i was going to do something else i had something else planned and I actually decided not to do what I was going to do because I did want to see him Wow! at that reservation. He said he wasn't going to come in if I wasn't working. And I like, I just made a decision. I was like, I'm going to be here. I think this is going to be fun. And I didn't even have any intention of dating him or anything. I was just like, I just kind of want to have some fun have with some this fun guy. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I just felt flattered and, so he came in with his friends and he was super flirty. Wait, he, has very... he has friends? He has too many friends. I can't believe this guy's got friends. Too many friends. I can't keep up with it. I know he, I know he does. He knows everybody. everybody but he came in with Roger Silvestro and Jake Allenberger. You know him. All the um, MMA guys. Great guys. Yeah. And a few other people. And he was just very, super outgoing, very flirty. He was telling everybody that I was his future fiance. That night, I was just like, oh my goodness, I was just Love having it. fun, like with the attention and playing with him. And you know, he was like that all night. And then after their dinner, he came up to the host stand and he talked to me for probably two hours. Wait, you're working and he's sit standing there? I'm working and he's just standing there, and his friends are like waiting in the hall. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Is... And I don't know, I don't know what my manager just like didn't care, or maybe he saw that I was just. You know, I was enjoying it. Maybe he saw the connection and he just didn't care. So I think that's the universe, you know, bringing people together. You know, yeah. I always say there's someone for everyone. And I think that is, was there any way that John that night was a ridiculous turtleneck like Eric the Fish Schneider? This is, uh, what is this outfit you're wearing? What are you wearing? What are you a priest? What is this thing? I, love... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever worn a turtleneck. Yeah, no, don't, don't, please, don't. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so happy for you uh, and John. John is one of my dear friends. I love him like a brother. Let me ask you, what would you tell your younger self now that you're, you know, I know you're very young. You just settled, celebrated a birthday, I believe, early. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Back in August. In August, a very special birthday. But what would you tell your younger self, good or bad, about what's to come in life, what you should or shouldn't do? Um, I think if I were to tell my very young self to not take life so seriously. Um, I know that sounds strange because now I'm having so much fun and I'm partying and enjoying and being very social, but really until I met John, I was a very serious person. I was very reserved. I was shy. Um, it was all about school and getting straight A's and like doing everything right, not getting in trouble, not ever like making a scene or, putting the attention on myself. I really wasn't. Um, wow. And then I, I started to get a little bit of taste of that and kind of let, let a little loose when I got to college. Nothing crazy, but I started coming out of my shell. And then when I met John, it was just like, I'm a whole new person. And game on, game on. He really did like change my life and my whole outlook. Oh. And I, I think it would have saved me a lot of stress to tell my younger self, like, just take it easy and have fun and don't take everything so seriously. Don't take things personally. Just be yourself, you know? Yeah. John touches a lot of lives. And I, I see he's touched your life in so many wonderful ways. 
Definitely. Uh, Eric, are you learning from this? Are you learning from this lovely lady what you should and shouldn't do in life? First, we got to get you a dresser. What's that on your head? Is that your right? Oh, we're trying to name. This is a new thing. We're naming his hair. That's a little raccoon. It's a little raccoon that's sleeping. What would you like us to name his raccoon? What, is it a different style every day? Is this it's, no, it's, it's, he's got a hat on. He's got this. He's got uh, pigtails. He has dreads. He does all sorts of stuff. What would you name his raccoon? What would I name his yeah, raccoon? Yeah, yeah. No Nothing. You know, just all yeah. hair. Barney. It's good. He's Chet. got great hair, though. He does have great hair. It's all stitched in from his back. <laughs> he's His back. He's like Sasquatch back there. I mean, I think he should wear it proudly. It's. Oh. He's got great hair. Okay, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll start with proudly. That's going to be the raccoon's proudly. name. Proudly. <laughs> you, the problem I have is everyone's got a phobia, right? And before we get into this young lady, she's so philanthropic with all the charities that she donates to and for domestic violence and everything. That's the best part of Vanessa Ceros. I'm vain. And I look at a young lady like you that's five feet, and I'll tell you what vanity is. I'm a bartender. This yeah. has happened to me numerous times, and I want you to come clean on Fat Fish. This has okay. never happened to Brad. And this always happens to me when I'm talking to a female customer. Now, you flirt no matter what. I'm married. I love my wife, but I flirt. Yeah. How, when I go to the bathroom, which is a 15-foot walk from the bar, and I look in the mirror because I think I'm a good-looking guy, and I you know, adjust my mop, how do I always have a booger in my nose? Okay, because <laughs> the ego in me, Vanessa, tells me that wasn't there in the 15 feet it took. I mean, <laughs> why it, it always happens? So, and nobody told her, you, I, I just I don't know. I, I'm, I'm asking someone who's younger, you obviously, you know, you're at the whole life ahead of you, you date older men. The only thing good about older <laughs> men, the only thing good about John and I, and I'm, I'm 63 years old, is we don't yell, 63? tell or swell, and afterwards we're grateful as hell. That's it. You haven't heard that line yet. But do you have any phobias? I have boogeritis. What's yours? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i very concerned of, like, is there something? What are they looking at? I, I would agree. I can't think of anything else. But yeah. the, good, the good news for me is I'm only five feet tall, so nobody's lower than me. So they wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> is there a code word? Am I missing something? Is there a code word to say something like I love? Like, my mom used to always say, I love you. I love you. It means you had something on the side of your face, you know? But is there a cold word? Because I don't, I never have this in front of my wife. When I'm talking to a lady at the bar, I get a booger in my nose. Is this God's way of saying, don't flirt? I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. Maybe it's I, not I a booger. Maybe it's I think not a most booger. people, most people just like, hey, yeah, yeah. they just I, do like that. I well, tell people, I tell people, I would say, hey, a raccoon head. You got a booger in your nose. Here's a tissue. I mean, you, just, you, know, just, you got a little something. Yeah, you want to tell them because everybody's laughing at you. I'm the guy who says, "Hey, man, turn around. You got a little something, something." Yeah, we you try know to what? look out. We try to look out for each other at work. Like, if there's anything like that, to make sure you know. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you got this, or oh, you have makeup like smeared or whatever. You don't want to go try to like you know, flirt with the guests or try to sell, you know, a big champagne ball or something and you've got something crazy going on. <laughs> what she just did. Now, back in the 80s, when you bartended, that meant two things. One, you want to do a sniff, you know, uh -huh. and two, the, the guy you're talking to is a mob guy. <laughs> no. 
Hey, Vanessa, I look, I'm looking at your, and when I found out what you, you, you donate annually to, to Sticky Paws, local charities for domestic violence victims, and you have, you're a volunteer for a wildlife rehabilitation center for several years. We're big animal advocates here on uh, Fat Fish. Talk about that. That is so great for your resume that you do that. Talk about the wildlife rehabilitation. So that I don't do here. I should start doing it again. I did that when I lived in California for several years, but I worked at a wildlife rehabilitation center. So if like a fox or even a crow or an owl or somebody, something gets hit by a car or falls out of a nest or anything like that, or they're hurt, people can bring them to this center and we'll take care of them. And if they can't fix the problem, then we just keep them, we adopt them, keep them, they live at the center and we give them names and and we feed them, we keep them, we keep them clean, we house them. And it was a really, really fun experience. It was sad sometimes. It was a lot of dirty work, um, a lot of cleaning big animal cages and dealing with stressed out wild animals is not easy. Um, there, we had very experienced, you know, veterinary techs to handle the more stressful parts of it, but I was feeding baby birds with syringes, like just going down the line over and over and over and over and over and over. And after a while, you're like, at first you think they're really cute. And then after a few hours, you're like, oh my God, these birds, <laughs> they just eat all day long. Um, that's what that's what girls say about Brad. He's really cute. And then he eats all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crying too? I love it. Vanessa, we, we want to show uh, your your children. We have that picture. Uh, uh, we have your two beautiful little cats. Uh, let's see if uh, Fish can find that. I don't have a picture of any cats. Yeah, I, I it's a her beautiful oh, cats. I don't have the cat on here. You know, oh, I just said. Well, you have two, talk about your beautiful cats. Nice going, Fish. Um, <laughs> tell us about your your beautiful children. You have two beautiful cats. What are their names? They're hiding right now, but um, we have one named Petrie. That's John's cat. He's had him since he was a kitten. He just turned 12 on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> uh, what, what, 12? Oh. That's great. Uh, they sleep in your bed? Mm -hmm. They both do. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah. No. I have one that Mocha sleeps right between my legs. It gets really hot at night. She sleeps right between my legs. And then Petrie sleeps right here. Oh, that's Right so between sweet. us. And they, I've been um, over the house, and they both love me because you, you said it was a mocha that wouldn't come down and meet a guest, and mocha came on the stairs and was eyeballing me, giving me the stinky eye. I like that. Well, but that means, I mean, she must trust you a little bit. A little bit. Because yeah. usually with most new strangers, especially men, she's very wary, and she'll hide under the bed until they leave. Like, until she stops hearing that voice, she won't come out. So she's one that we rescued. We found her in this sketchy little area near the strip. Um, oh. She was super skinny, really dirty. Somebody dumped her off. Oh. Um, like it was it was at one of those kind of sketchy little hotels like near the strip clubs and- Wow. It was, it's kind of a scary area, but we were there for a comedy show. She ran under our car. You were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Oh, and dude. she came right up to us and the valet was shocked because he said, oh my gosh, she's been here for a, uh, a week. She won't come up to anybody. She came right up to us, was rubbing on us, flopping around, and and like she's mine now. And I took uh, her out. John said no, and you said yeah. No, he loved her. Oh, yeah. John said right away, yeah. Yeah, John loves animals. 
Um, I see you uh, on the uh, Fitness uh, Junkies uh, podcast mm-hmm. with the great Gio Elmore. Tell us a little bit, bit about that. What is the podcast all about? What are the guests you bring on? It's actually not my podcast. It's oh, Gio's. So uh, I've just I've seen you on a lot for the reasons I can see right now. You're a beautiful well, fit, fit model. Yes. But what, what, fitness- is the show? Yeah, what is basically the show? I want to I want to pr- promote it so John doesn't get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> You're sweet. Um, so this is Gio's show, Fitness Junkies, and he wants to talk to fitness models, fitness competitors, fitness photographers like my friend Sean. You might have seen that one. Yes. He's my favorite. He's amazing. Um, so just to talk about the whole experience and what you can teach people through fitness and how it changes one's life, how it can completely change your entire outlook and the discipline of how you lead your life. Um, and I think this, this stress and the, the journey of going through those competitions and how they progressively get more difficult, more, more rewarding, and just how it, you know. <laughs> I know. That's a great show. I, I, I always like seeing you on it. Um, what's the next big thing for Vanessa Saras? Are you, do you want to act? Do you, are you just happy in your life right now? Yeah. Waiting for Johnny to uh, <clears throat> ask the question. Uh, I'm, yeah. No comment. No comments. Uh, I don't know. I know nothing, but I'm always, you know, I'm a big, I, listen, I'm all about Vanessa Nation, okay? Sarah's Nation. I'm always, you know, Johnny. Johnny. But he's like poker face. He's been, I, I don't know. I guess I have a comment. He's been talking about it since day one, and he never stops talking about it, so I don't know what's going on. It's time to pull the trigger. Yeah. Like I, I don't bring it up. He brings it up. I, I know. There it is. Yeah. Happening. I don't know. I know. But you really, both of you, make a perfect couple. I mean, it's you know, two peas in a pod. Really, you complement each other in so many ways. You know, it's Thank really you. great. And uh, this, it's just great. And uh, is there any any place that people can find your social, uh, promoting anything? I think you should write a book. Sky's the <laughs> limit for you, Vanessa. Uh, I don't know. You know, right now. Yeah, what's your Instagram? That kind of stuff, yeah. My Instagram. So there's a lot of fakes, so be aware. Okay. But it's Vanessa underscore Saros, S-E-R-R-O-S. It's the one that says Pine Size Warrior, and it has, if it doesn't have 300,000, it's a fake. It's a fake. 300,000. But, yeah, so I, I have a lot of fun doing fitness modeling and just photography really just for myself and just to create art. That's just what I like to do. That's how I express myself. Um, But at this current point in time, I'm not really promoting anything. I'm not really trying to be anything. I'm not trying to be in magazines or anything like that. Like I'm just enjoying, I'm just having fun. It's the simple things in life are the best, right? It's just art for the sake of art right now. I, I don't have a direction I want to take it. I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a weird place. I'm figuring out what I want, but that's not it. Okay. But you have, would you say from the, from the moment you started all this, you have much more confidence in yourself? I, I, I've seen that. I, I've really seen that since I met you six years ago to now you're a lot more, and you should. But yeah. you're, you, you really are as beautiful as you are outside. You're probably more beautiful inside because I've seen, you know, what you've done and you 
you made John enriched John's life so much. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah. and by the way, I hope I get the VIP treatment at Wet Republic because I'm yeah. coming to see you this summer. I don't know. You've been saying that for a few I years. I, I, I'm coming in to see a sick friend. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta come. Are see you me. coming to join him? Well, I've asked him, you know, I think you should. Don't you think you should come see, yeah. come see Eric? Don't you think you fish? Yeah. You come with me to, uh, to uh, what Republic? Would you like to be my wingman? I don't need a way. Yeah, I'm going anyway. I don't need you. <laughs> you can bring the wife. It's great Just for everybody. Oh, I'll bring one favor. Don't bring the turtleneck. I might meet my wife there. Don't bring the turtleneck, but bring the wife. Don't bring the turtleneck. <laughs> bring Vicky. Bring me, and we will see Vanessa Saros at Wet Republic. And go, go yeah. see Vanessa, everybody. You'll have a great time. I've seen pictures, the great DJs, right? Great. Yeah, food. we have amazing DJs like Steve Aoki and Martin Garrix and all oh. kinds of them. It's and we have thousands of people there. It's it's a big, crazy party. It's complete chaos, but we love it. Do you think I'll meet the love of my life? I do. I do. She's out there. She's out there. She's out there. <laughs> You're have to pay her a lot of money. But she's out there. I'm kidding. Vanessa, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time being on Fat Fish. And uh, I hope you come back on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. You, you're great. And say, by the way, say a little of that uh, poor putz, John, for me. Would you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lucky He's doing all right. Lucky. I know. He's one, the most spoiled man in the world, isn't he? One lucky bastard, let me tell you. <laughs> right, Fish? Fish, Fish, are you okay? Are you there? No, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at my catalog. I'm trying to get some right now. He's daydreaming about what Republic and what's gonna happen there. He doesn't even know where he is. Hey Vanessa. Vanessa. I'm I'm Brad Grunny Grunberg. This is Fat Fish. It's gonna be okay. Well, we'll get you some medication. It's all right. <laughs> and by the way, do you think you should change these glasses? Vanessa, look at the glasses on it. Looks like Mr. Fucking Magoo. Look at him. Look no. at him. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> oh, yeah. There I am. There's you me. There's, it There's Brad. There I am. Oh. Freddie Flintstone. But hey. wait, Vanessa, look at his look. Look at the punim. Look, he's a handsome guy. What, what are these glasses? There he is. Yeah, no, he is. You, I'm sorry. You said you're how, you're 60? 63 almost. Oh, right. God. Yeah. Yeah, you, look. Look a, you look amazing. You look so young. It's Thank you. Really. Oh. And let, let, me, let me get a word in edgewise about, you know, her establishment. And I've been married. So I've been married 33 years, Vanessa. And I love my Congrats. wife. But there's a lot of green doors in this town. I live in Las Vegas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh what does that mean? What do green doors mean? Yeah, that, mean? end of story. Witness protection oh. on you. You're not going there. <laughs> okay, I'm not going there. What does green doors mean? Nothing. It's just don't, it's, don't worry about it. Right, it don't, don't worry, worry about it. It's between it's between us vegans here. Vegas, okay? right, yeah. Right, okay. Worry about trying to sneak into their wedding and eating for free, and I'll worry about the wet republics of this town. Okay. There's a hometown buffet in Vegas. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure to meet you. You too. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> thank love you. you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 You see, how you see how that goes? That was fun. She's beautiful. She's so nice. It's it's nice to notice they're putting together an Oompa Loompa calendar for girls under five feet. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass by saying that. I mean, what a bubbly, 
I mean, you sound like you're, you know, you sound like you're, you know what you sound like when you're somebody, you sound like you're a fucking yenta, you know, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. I like bringing what? people together. Go Orlando under the bus and you go get this girl. Look at you. You're single. You're handsome. For Orlando can't. I love John Orlando. No, I've John met Orlando. No, let me John explain. Orlando John Orlando brings so much uh, to the party. They are perfect for each other. Perfect. Okay. But if you can't close the deal, John, he and will. I want John coming after me because he's a killer. But if you can't, if you can't close the deal, there's a guy that'll make sure that your Vanessa Ciro's never starves. <laughs> <laughs> she won't. Uh, if I find my Vanessa Ceros, I know I'll be on a strict diet. That's all I know. Hey, yeah, buddy, yeah. how are you? I'm good. You call me buddy? You're my buddy. Oh, oh, really? I made it to buddy status on the night show. Buddy status. You're my clutch <laughs> first status. Yes, you are. You're, you're, you're in my inner circle, which means we have a, we have a. Um, Brad and I love sports, and we always get our sports segment in. And right now, we're in the midst of the NBA playoffs. You know he's a big Warriors fan. Very good friends with Steve Kerr, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Born and raised L.A. Laker fan. Lakers up two to one. Ex Look at these other series, Brad. Now you follow it. Last night, Denver and Phoenix, phenomenal. Tied 2-2. Two -two. Look at the series between um, Philadelphia and Boston, 2-2. Two -two. Tonight, the Knicks get a chance to tie up Miami. We're getting some great playoffs. What do you think? I, I don't like blowouts. I want great basketball. And I'm telling you, even though a team, it might be down 20, with the three-pointer, you're right back in the game. It's never over till it's over. And I'm telling you, some of these guys, oh, oh how did you like, how did you like the Joker throwing an L, throwing a bow to the owner of the Phoenix Suns? I love that. Yeah. He took a flop. He took a, a flop. What a flop that guy did. Is, yeah. They better not fine him or suspend uh, the Joker. They That's won't suspend him. You can't suspend a guy who threw down 53 last night. That, oh, that... what a player. You know, it's great. It's great for Denver. It's it's great. It's just great for basketball. I mean, I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's you know, remember that uh, that commercial? NBA action is fantastic. Sure. It really is. It really is. It's my favorite sport. And these guys, and I'm telling you, tonight Golden State wins. I'm telling you that because they've been there before. You don't think so? No. They they've been there before. I don't count them out. And, okay. Okay. Let, you tell me. Yeah, tell me your opinion. Yeah. My assessment: You got Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Right. A perimeter. He runs that triangle offense that he learned under Phil Jackson. Steve Kerr does, but it's more of a perimeter offense, and they're shooting threes. What the Lakers are doing right now with Anthony Davis and LeBron James is they're exposing the key. They're going to, I'm watching the games. They're going into the key and taking Golden State out of their type of game. I love Golden State. I love Steph Curry. I love what they've done to the sport of basketball. It just seems the Lakers got hot and they're peaking at the right time. I don't even know. I don't even think the Lakers are a better team, but it doesn't matter. They're peaking right now. You're, if Whoever wins this game, I'll give you this one. Whoever wins tonight's game wins the series. If Golden State wins it, Brad, and they're 2-2, two -two, Gold State will win. If the Lakers go up 3-1, you're looking forward to football season. <laughs> I just I, I just think these games are all individual. For instance, what happens one game is not going to happen the next game. I mean, you see the, the Golden State blew them out, then the Lakers blew them out, right? That's why clean slate, brand new game. Steve Kerr will make adjustments. You watch. And I just don't think that the Lakers have the um, 
they have, you know, they, you know, they have AD, they got LeBron, who's an amazing player, but I just don't think they have the experience in the playoffs to get it done. That's just my opinion. But I hey, prove me wrong, baby. Prove me wrong. They have the experience, and you're wrong. Okay, I love you, but you're wrong. All right, I customer, the customer's always was right. Was I right by bringing uh, uh, Vanessa Saros on? Was I right doing that? Yeah, but we showed your clip on Shameless last week about the customer. You were wrong. You were attacking me, Ross, and you wanted everything, and then you, you goddamn snipped the good-looking broad. And she's got to take care of that stupid-ass Gallagher family, all right? So Let you're wrong. You're wrong on that, too. I'll tell you where you're not wrong. The, the, I follow it more than you do because we have a team at the NHL playoffs. It seems like every game goes into overtime. It's sick. Right now, it's heaven. I'm going between the uh, Denver and Phoenix last night. The Dodgers, we both love the Dodgers. The Dodgers. They're down to their last strike last night against the heated, hated Padres. And wow. Mookie, your dad, you probably watched it. Yeah. Mookie Betts goes large, and they went in oh, and nothing. nothing. One player that is going to be a Dodger forever if they don't trade him, James Outman. Oh, Unbelievable, yeah. this guy. He is a student of the game. He is, I mean. I, I don't care. You could you could be down ten runs and you put him up. He'll do something to bring you back. He oh. defensively, offensively, great in the locker room. I hear just a all around great player. And he it was in the farm system, I think, for four years. So it's I love the nurturing there. You know, there's only so many spots. You know, in the big show. You know, on the major league roster. But um, let's you know I like to segue to something. And there's we have a new little uh, segment on our show called fishies stories and you sir have had an incredible career oh yeah that's good yeah fishies we gotta get we get some music behind us um you have uh an incredible career as a bartender and you have met all sorts of people shapes and sizes celebrities regular folk uh i would say a lot of uh ladies of the night come in to see you strippers you know, both they never. Oh, yeah, that's right. The nose, those guys too. Is there any story you can share? Every I want every show you to share one story. So start off with the best one. I think I know one that I'd like you to uh, like to like you to share with us about. Well, a, my forty-two-year career, the first twelve of it, a thirty-in game, and the first twelve was in a very, very exclusive upscale night uh, nightclub called Mom Saloon in Brentwood, where I'm, I was, thank God I met you in 1992. And this guy, for all you youngers, this is George Carlin. That is a very, very famous wow. comedian. He passed away years ago. So Mom Saloon's on the bottom of a seven-story building, and Carlin had his production offices on the fifth floor. And I'm working happy hour one week for a guy named Britt, who had the happy hour just down, but he went on vacation. I'm working happy hour. And Carlin, there's eight seats at the bar. And Carlin liked to sit at the one seat next to the bay window because he didn't want people bothering him. There's another seat. Then there was a drawbridge going into the bar, right? He sits down. He drank Budweiser in a bottle, right? And he just was stone silent. And Brad's a comedian, stand-up guy. A lot of comedians you meet, you know, you meet Robin Williams. They're quiet in real life. They're not the same character they are when they're on stage. Well, Next to Mom's Saloon was an old-fashioned barbershop, right? And like I said, this is an upscale neighborhood. You wouldn't think an old-fashioned barbershop with the with the, the what's it called, the twirly thing, and and it's all oh, red, white, and blue. Yeah, what Sir is that Floyd. called? Like a there's got to be a name bar, the bar something. Yeah, the uh, yeah barbershop. 
the barbershop uh, tool. Well, yeah. Barbershop icon. We'll call icon, it. yeah. Guy's name was Al Davis that owned it. Is that yeah. is that incredibly ironic? Not that the Raiders just moved to L.A. at the time. <laughs> this guy's name is Al Davis. He's not the Al Davis that owns the Raiders. He's this little guy that owns a barbershop that wears the worst toupee on the planet. Worse than this. Oh, you know? wow. Oh, it must have been bad. <laughs> and the guy had one of these nervous laughs. Like, you ever meet someone that you, like, if Brad said to me, Fish, how's the weather? I would say 72 degrees, a little bit windy outside. <laughs> That's his laugh. Right? Oh. Every time you ask him something, hey, how was business today at the barbershop, Al? Ah, it was good today, Fish. <laughs> he oh. always had to sit next to George Carlin. Now, there's seven, eight seats at the bar, and it's always packed. Somehow, this little weasel found a seat next to him. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Well, he pulled a seat, but I'm, I'll be bartending, working the whole bar, coming back, and all of a sudden, Al Davis is sitting next to George Carlin. Not the Al Davis of the Raiders, this little weasel, rest in peace, and on this little barbershop. And one day, he would never address George Carlin. He'd always talk to me, right? And he says to me, hey, Fish, you wouldn't believe this, what's going on in my shop right now. <laughs> he goes, these girls are coming in to get their haircuts and do's and all that kind of stuff. And they're asking me to shave their vaginas. Oh, and George, yeah. what? Yes. Bikini wax? Yeah, no. Exactly. And I said, really? Now, I'm watching Carlin's reaction. And Carlin's speaking his beer. Not nothing. No reaction. But he hears what this guy's saying. And I said, well, explain to me, Al. This is 1983. And he goes, well, you know, they want me to use a clipper. They want me to do this. And I said, so you're actually performing, you know, you're, you're, you're actually doing a cut on the private parts, right? He goes, <laughs> that's great. It's unbelievable. He goes, I've never had something in my life. <laughs> so he gets up and goes to the bathroom and Carl looks at me and goes, fish. <laughs> Let me get this right. He goes, this guy is actually using a scissor and a razor on women's pussies. And I said, you heard it. And he goes, drinks a, drinks a beer and he looks at me and he goes, how can I put that into a routine? Right? Colin would drink three beers. Beers at a time were $229. Leave a $50 bill. You figure out the math. Great tip. About a week later, he comes in and he's got a wrapped gift. Right? Now, he's never even talked to this guy. He taught, I mean, he'll, he'll acknowledge. Carlin's got a gift for. Uh, Carlin's got a gift for Al Davis. Al Davis. He walks in. And he goes, hey, this is for you. And he goes, oh, oh, geez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no one's ever given me a gift. And he opens a gift and the whole bar is watching. And when you open up the gift, there's all kinds of women's underwear in this box. I'm not shitting you. No. And the look on Davis's face goes, well, <laughs> George, what's this for? <laughs> and Carden goes, well, if you're shaving these girls and cutting their vagina hairs. I don't know what happens to the underwear. So next time you do it, here's some new ones to replace it. And the whole bar starts cracking up. And here's Al's expression on his face. <laughs> like <that. laughs> and then, so those are the kind of things you don't, I, I cannot make that were up. Were they the, like the best of friends after that? Did they see each other in the bar and, or not really? Not really. I mean, you know, Colin came in and we yeah. talked and- That is they, funny. One time, real quick, I'll, I'll make a long story short. No, There's really? a bar that circles around Wilshire and San Vicente, but I want to say about a half a mile away from Mom's, and I'm in there getting some to-go to food. I think the place name was Coops. And I'm getting to-go food for my wife and I. I'm married, uh, not my wife, it's a girl I was dating at the time. And 
I'm standing at the counter, and all of a sudden, Carlin's down, sitting in the middle of the bar, drinking a Budweiser. I'm not going to bother the guy. Yeah, but that's just not me. So I'm paying the, the bartender the money, and this and that. <laughs> all of a sudden, I hear, hey, fish. I look over, he goes, <laughs> oh, that's great. His beer, and it's George Carlin. So, oh, that's a different bar. That was a different, a different bar. bar. I was getting to go for it, a different bar. Oh, that's so, funny. Oh, that's great. So that, you know, these, these are the things you ask. You said to me, Fish, you've been doing this so long. And the allure of it is those kind of moments in your life that you never forget. Yeah, no, I, it's, I mean, you go through your life, you know, like I worked at the, the Hollywood Tropicana female mud wrestling for 15 years. And I saw so much oh. good, bad and different. You know, the thing that stuck out to me was these beautiful girls had no self-esteem. I mean, they had the most beautiful faces, the perfect bodies. It, there was no nudity. It was just bikinis like, you know, Pamela Anderson walking across the beach. But I mean, they would go out with the biggest dirt bags I've ever seen. Losers. I mean, real losers. Usually they love guys, musicians. They love those grungy, like tattooed guys who wouldn't tip, who would just sit there have a drink, never tip the waitress, you know, and I'm like, who, who's that? Oh, that's my boyfriend. Th that's your boyfriend? She goes, oh, yeah, he's going to, and they always want to save these guys, you know, I'm like, what do you save yourself, you know, and I remember one night, uh, this is an interesting story, so this guy comes in, he was dating one of the girls, one of my favorite girls, and she had gotten a fight with him, and he came in and they were, they were screaming at each other in the club. Uh, that's a no, no, no boyfriends in the club. So I said, we got to get this guy out of here. And she says, get him out of here. This net. So the guy goes nose to nose with me. I go, buddy, no, you're not going nose to nose with me. Call nine one one. And that guy goes for who I go, you, you're leaving now. Okay. Blah, 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 this and that. And he was, what he, what he did was to get back at her he came in, he started tipping other girls in front of her. Isn't that nice? So we finally get him out. He backs down, he leaves. And this girl's, oh, thank you so much. Uh, I went by the name Johnny Cocktails. And, oh, you're the best. Oh, I'll never forget you did that. That guy, da, da, da. I go, listen, that's your problem. I got him out of here. Let's make some money tonight. The show's starting in about uh, 10 minutes. So the show's over. Next night comes. I go outside I'm getting something at my car. And all of a sudden I see him drop her off, same guy in her Mercedes and they drive away and he drives away. And I go up to her. I go, what the, who was that? Oh, that's Lance. He came over. We had makeup sex. He apologized. I put my ass on the line for you, girl. Never again. I learned that was it. No more. I've had enough, and, and I, I could tell you a million stories. Girls, you know, going with their boyfriends. It's, it, it's, I mean, I see, you know, that'll be enough for another show. But I'll tell you something. You see things like behind the bar or when you're an MC at a mud wrestling joint that you don't really see. We're not from that elk. You know, we're from great families, great parents, you know, and, and a lot of these girls, they, they're abused growing up and they think that that's love. That's I'm not a psychiatrist, but that's really what I learned, you know. But, right. yeah, you know, but uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And we'll have a ton of stories between our. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to fishy stories 
as 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 we as we but as a n- number nine how do you feel number nine grunny grace too i feel great you know i gotta change yeah. my attire because you gave me no comment <laughs> but i still look good. yeah i want to do a segment called memes i like to show memes to brad because he's a comic and get his reaction i find these things on the internet and i said oh, oh my god and, and and a lot of it's apropos to what's going on i get a big big boner with my wife about how much he's into the royal family. I can't wait, 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 stop right there. You don't get big anything with your wife, okay? Let's be honest. It's, you know, <laughs> I've heard. Oh, I've, after I've seeing heard. Vanessa Ciros, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. The whole thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my God. Oompa, Oompa, Oompa. I, I don't I'm, I'm not into the, the the pop culture about the royal family. William and, and Harry were born with 50 million dollars. They were born on third base. That's great. We went to war with this country, got our own country. You know what? And there are allies. I love it. But they have every single TV show, the coronation. Let me tell you, it was a coronation when Brad and I were younger. That's a coronation. Remember Randy Macho Man Savage, Brad? Yes. Oh, this he was in um strip t- I mean no, Spider-Man. I was in Spider-Man 1. He was in it. I got to know him, the nicest guy in the world. May he rest in peace. Oh. He he was a celebrity. That guy. Yeah. Man was he amazing. Randy the Savage. Oh, match yeah. Macho Man Savage. Wow. That's great. Remember his wife Elizabeth and he had, remember that voice he had? This is my wife Elizabeth. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> oh my God, he's so yeah. great. They were so all those guys. I mean, we're so into it. Whole, they were all such great. Forget about wrestling, you know, being so fake. But they were such great athletes, right? And actors, yeah. And oh, My God, they. I mean, even though, and then they had to wrestle, and then they had, you know, they. I mean, they put their, I mean, their, their asses on the line. I mean, some of those falls, man. I mean, they had they, so many injuries. A lot oh. of them. That's why a lot of them really after they they retired became very ill you know from all the the punishment they took over the years but uh there's nothing i mean rock i mean rock is one guy who got out uh you know scot free i mean he's still in great shape you know oh yeah john guys. cena john yeah, cena got cena out another one yeah yeah so but man some of them so many of them got hurt you know it did you know check it out, buddy. let me see another one Oh, <laughs> shut up about them lake mead barrels. Oh, God. Las Vegas, because of the drought, we've lost 40 feet of lake mead, which is a one of the biggest man made lakes in the United States, gets its water from the Colorado River. Yeah. And now these barrels are coming up from where the mob have killed people and dumped them. Oh, in the 70s. so and they're finding these uh, these barrels and what's in the barrels. Oh, you can't you turn the news on every night. Ask Vanessa, turn the local news on. It's like Another barrel came out. The DNA, uh, James Cacciatore. Oh, <laughs> man. Robert Tugafuglo, next name. I mean, you don't want to be in one of those barrels. Wow. When, when people walk in the bar and they say, fish, can I get a, 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 a you know, water on ice? I give them bottled water. And they said, no, we'll take water on ice. I said, I can't give the water out of Lake Mead because my people keep coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, check this out. This is, this is actually for real. I, I'm shocked. Okay, let's see. That's, what is that? That's a slide, but it looks like a, uh, it looks like what's in my pants. Read, so, uh, read the top. Uh, oh, wow. You oh, it? just build it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no one said it. They, they developed funny. a slide. Does that not look phallic to you? I that mean, is very phallic. What is, uh, that's incredible. 
Wow. Who built, who, wait, who signed off on that? Is that in somebody's backyard or is that a park? I'll tell you who signed off on it. I'll tell you exactly who signed off on it. I'll tell you, I'll show you who signed off. That's the first project. <laughs> Johnny Cocktails did that. Thank you. I thought it'd be good for the kids. Oh my God. Who's this guy? Who's uh, that? You know, that's Brian Thorson. That's the number one. That like is the this. number one web movie critic. So, I like this guy. Yes, this guy is a he, he is killing it doing he critiques movies and and he's got a huge, huge following. And thank you very much. We love you too, Dragon. Thank you, I want him to review Meatballs 4 with Corey Feldman, 1991, oh, and uh, a young actor named uh, Johnny Cocktail. Oh, All right. That's great. Anyway, I'm doing good. We're, uh, we don't like to talk about it here in Las Vegas, but we're heading towards the 90 days of hell when it becomes 95 degrees at night and 115 during the day. And Okay. The, the only thing that gets me through that is the fact that the fall is coming and it's football season and basketball and hockey is starting up again. Yeah. And it's my birthday. I like the heat. I like the heat. I don't like I don't like cold. I like the heat. And I like to go to Wet Republic. Yes. Are you gonna join me? What's your story? Do me I'm a going. I, have a I have a question for our audience. When you were at the closet this morning, what in the fucking world were you thinking when you took that shirt and put it on? What I is that? Because I haven't worn a turtleneck in like 20 years. <laughs> this is a cotton turtleneck. There's a reason for that. <laughs> it, my nipples coming out on this thing. It's oh, look at it. Off your girlish finger. Hey, YouTube audience. Wait, God damn, I'm too short. Oh, I, I, I got the Vanessa Cyril. The headlights are on. The headlights are on. And I don't know. It feels comfortable. It's a little cooler today. And I walk my dog. And you know what? Sometimes you want to go old school. Like these glasses and hats. Did you hear what Vanessa said about you when you took off your Meatballs 4? Best watch from... Oh. oh thank I love you. this guy. I like... This guy is Mushpoka. I love this guy. Love Meatballs 4. We'll have him on the show. We'll wait, have him on wait, the show. Wait, wait, let's have him on, on the show. No, I'll get him on. No, but, so, wait, hey. did you, but did you hear, before we wrap up, did you hear what Vanessa said about you with the glasses and without the glasses, you're a handsome guy. She couldn't believe you were going to be 63 years old. Let me ask you this. You're going to be 63. How old is your penis? 63? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. no, I'm just wondering. Is, does that go? Is that chronologically? Uh, I don't know how that works. I didn't do well in school. Is, is your PP the same age as you? Uh, yeah. And like I told you before, when I look down, when I stand, the urinate, I can see it. Unlike some other people that are on this show. <laughs> Fred Benson, put up you Freddy. Yours. You're like, you're, you're like uh, Brendan Fraser in, <laughs> in the whale. You got, you got to use a mirror. I sometimes see the mushroom. Very rarely. Very rarely. Yeah, he looks back at me with one eye and he goes, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. You know, when you get to be my age, you just, you know, as long as there's, Nothing extracurricular going on, like you have to get a pill. That's a good thing, you know. Mm. And I had a heart episode. You, you know, you, don't you know say hard. Back. Don't say hard. My blood pressure shot up, and obviously, that's the number one cause of erectile dysfunction. So I didn't care that that I'm that I'm dying. <laughs> I care that oh, I could get a heart on. Oh, when you get high blood pressure, you get high blood pressure. That well, yeah, because blood you need the blue pill. You need the when blue you get pill. an erection, Brad. If you remember from twenty years ago, is blood flows into your <laughs> into your phallic. That's how you're. That's how you get an erection. Are you a doctor now, Doctor Marcus Wellby, MD, Doctor Doogie Hauser, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What are you? 
Oh, okay. So I see. So the blood is going in different places. It, it causes you to contract, right? So when you have high blood pressure, yeah, it, it constricts the level of blood going throughout your body, and and you know, uh, you know, Mr. Snyder, you got very high blood pressure. Anything wrong? I said, yeah, look down there for Christ's sake. You know, <laughs> guys at Rumbergs. <laughs> so you don't have to use the blue pill at sixty-three, soon to be. I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. good. I'm going to Wet Republic. Bring buddy. Vicky in. I want to talk to your wife. <laughs> Fish, uh, another fantastic show. Thank Number you. nine. By the way, we're very lucky. Tomorrow we have another great guest. We usually do them once a week. We got the great Rob Mack, motivational speaker, life coach, all around great guy. He's going to talk about what he's doing. And uh, we're going to do that later in, in the afternoon tomorrow. But it, Hey, I'm having a great time, buddy. This is fun. Me too. Th- those pictures, uh, you know, this is this is so much fun, and it's so. Yeah. Too we can copy, we can chop it Lose up. Lose my number. Lose my number. I'm a big star. I don't need you. Anyway, uh, I'm carrying you. I'm Don Rickles. I'm uh, carrying you. You're like Sinatra. I'm Rickles, and we just fuck with each other, you know. Yeah. But it is fun because we. I hope our audience likes us. Please share it. Tell your friends about it. I mean, what, this is, this is, I, I really feel something here in my pants, but that's another thing. <laughs> no, I go back to that. No, but I really feel some uh, good uh, simpatico here, some chemistry, and uh, hopefully we, we can do this a long time. Uh, can I ask one last question? No, but go ahead. What do I, okay, well, I'm going to ask anyways. Ask what do it. I have to do to get a picture of myself with this turtleneck on your delicatessen wall that you sit in front of in your, <laughs> in your house? <laughs> I see. I mean, that looks like okay. red when button. I come to Vegas, I promise you this. When I come to Vegas and we go to Wet Republic and we have a good time, we chop it up. I'm going to take a picture of you and it's going back. You know, I'm taking Randolph Mantooth out and I'm putting you in right over my shoulder in that facocta. Look at that. Look at the, we, got, we got one moon. We got Randolph white, Mantooth. Of, of all the colors, white turtleneck he wears. Isn't that great? I got Rand- look at look at look at look at these great people you have in back of you. All these great stars: Jeff, Randolph Mantooth, Bobby Sherman, Bobby Sherman. We have uh, Joe. What was the guy's name? He used to do the old uh, with the with the schma- the the old show at night. Joe Doug uh, in New York. God damn it! The, oh, oh, the- Joe uh, Joe Franklin. Joe Franklin. Joe I mean, Franklin. you got you're like the guy. You're like you're like Broadway Danny Rose. You have all I these- am. Ever I work about uh, some of the best, and I'm 35 years old. It's amazing. I don't know how. I do not age. Oh, here he is again. I love this guy. Yeah. This guy is called Dragon Movie Guy. Is he oh, from Vegas? Where does this guy live? Ruth Buzzy. He's yeah. Ruth Ruth Buzzy? Yeah. When he he's goes to the Ruth Buzzy card. Successful web uh yeah. webcast, and he's uh you know, he's doing he's out in Vegas, and they send all they send the movies, yeah. they give him free. You love it. They give him free free popcorn and free resinettes, and he gets to watch movies. I want to sit next to him and watch him in the movies. I like this guy. Yeah. I got an idea. I dump him. I replace him with you. I replace him with you, and we we got a show. Hey, he's younger and better looking. He's got better total next. And he's got a better picture. You see that? Get us out of here. Yeah. Hey, have a great uh, day. I'll see you tomorrow with Rob Mack. And I'm Brad Grunny Grunberg, and that's... I'm Fish Turtleneck. Snyder. (laughs) And this is Fat Fish number nine. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Love you.